Season 4, Episode 9, Forever. I'm Sue. (laughs) We're sad. taking the week off and spending our time at the Mama Bear Retreat and Spa. That sounds so nice. <laughs> I know. We need to just get Mama Bear, all of us. Everyone's invited. Yep. <laughs> Gary and Carl didn't need to take care of us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they Gary did the this to us. <laughs> they did this. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh. Sue and I were just talking. We could not have been more surprised. No. I know I've heard people say that it wasn't hard to predict or whatever, but it was. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I take issue with that because it was. <laughs> yeah, we were talking that we both had a feeling that someone was going to die this episode. And Norma, if we made a list, like, who we think it was, Norma would have been at the very bottom. Right. No, we don't count Norman, of course. We don't count Norman. But, I don't know, you guys probably all listened to our podcast. We thought it'd be Dylan, or mm-hmm. Emma, or both. Mm-hmm. I Slight just, possibility of Romero, you know. Slight. But never Norma. I just can't believe it. Yeah, this is the Norma Bates Memorial Podcast. Oh, I'm not ready for that. I know! Dang <laughs> it. And you know, again, I watched it early in the morning before I went to work. I like almost called in. (laughs) It ended and I had to get in the shower to get to work on time. And I was like, I just want to sit here. (laughs) Was it harder than going to work right after watching the body? (laughs) (laughs) No, actually. Good. The body happened just weeks after our own mother died. So that was still very fresh and new. <laughs> but this was still hard. I seriously, I got to work and I just, I was just like in a zone for the first like three or four hours. I just couldn't shake it. <laughs> well, I had, I watched it and then I did my normal watching it again at 10. Mm-hmm. And honestly, 
I, this may sound dramatic, but I had flashbacks of when our own mom died. You know, like a year, mm-hmm. a little over a year ago. Some of the same like night sleeps I had. I had the same kind of night sleep mm. from right after we buried mom. Like I constantly like images of mm. Norma laying there dead and stuff was mm-hmm. just in my mind the whole time I slept. Ugh. I'd like wake up and it was just there. It was really crazy and it totally reminded me of when mom died. Wow. It was just too right up there in my mind. It was really, really, really disturbing, but oh my gosh, the way they did it could not have been more beautiful or touching or perfect. Seriously. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I I said, I'm just going to say this now, I had a lot of talk about those two dying in each other's arms and stuff, but this, I couldn't have predicted how beautiful it was and... I'd take it all back. What they did was just heartbreaking. Oh, so heartbreaking. And gorgeous and perfect, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's Romero one of the just reasons. sobbing. And, oh, my oh. gosh. Oh. But that's one of the reasons I want her to, yes, be gone. Because they just... They put us through all this once already, and they did it so beautifully. I think to resurrect her in the next episode just doesn't feel right. No, I agree, because that, that's just mean to put us through that. <laughs> it is, and I know there's a lot of speculation out there that she's alive, but for the purposes of this, and we're keeping an open mind that it's possible, but for the purposes of recording this podcast, we are going to 100% be on the she's dead fence, okay? She's dead board, yeah, because I haven't read or listened to anything about this episode, so I figured there probably would be speculation. There is, and it's there's speculation, and there's just hope, mostly, right. I think. Um, we can do a spoiler section at the end where I talk a little bit about some articles I've read um, where, because Carrie and Carlton are talking up a storm online and in interviews right now about this episode. They're not mm. they're not keeping quiet. So I'll talk about a little what they said. It's still, you know, up in the air, of course. But um, I don't know. I just think for the purpose of this podcast, I just I don't want to sit here and just only speculate that she's alive. I just want to Let's just go say right now dead. that she's dead, and that's how we're going to handle it. And if we have to eat our words later, we will. Yep. I agree. Okay, good. Because we could speculate all we want, and it's already written and filmed. Right. There's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean. And if next Monday we look like dopes for just totally accepting that she's dead and going that way, then so be it. So be it. We don't. That's fine. <laughs> There's no pressure. We've, we've looked like dopes before. We can handle it. <laughs> oh, well, should we get into feedback? Yeah, let's do. So this will be the feedback episode? Yeah. We, All right. Feedback mm-hmm. started with... Um, with a message from Julia that was just dots for about 
300 lines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then at the end of it, it said goodbye forever. And that's the first thing we got. I think it was just moments after she watched it. Yeah. <laughs> she sent us something else a little later. But that was the first thing we got in the inbox. Yeah, then we got something from Kim. Do you want me to read that? Yeah, go ahead. So Kim says, Hi, Sue and M. I was yelling at the TV when Norma left Norman home alone. No, no, no. Don't leave him alone. I knew nothing good would happen. When he opened the suitcase, I thought he'd find Emma's mother chopped up body. <laughs> I thought she was going to be in there, too. Or yes. Cross my head or something. <laughs> um, why did Norman have to hear the furnace repairman's report? I don't even know what to say. That was all set up. <laughs> yep. She says, I'm exhausted. The only light moment was when Romero talked to the DEA through Rebecca's wire, came in the candy corn room. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was, and I had every faith in him. When she sat down next to him, I was like, he's going to be on to her from that second, and it's going to be awesome. He, I, I just called exactly <laughs> what he did. Although I didn't think he would, I thought he would just stay totally, I don't know what you're talking, what are you talking about? You're crazy. And just stay totally, so the DEA thinks. I didn't think he'd talk to them. No, but it was great that he did. I love it. I just He's thought like... he would just play stupid the whole time till she got frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But anyway, that was awesome. She's an idiot. And she was terrible at that. Yes, she was, and now she is totally screwed. <laughs> oh, man. What's going to happen to her? Her chance of a deal is done. And the only the only evidence she can come up with is this key, which she's already taken the money out of. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so she's awesome. totally screwed, and it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it is. She deserves it. She was going to throw him under the bus. Yep. Screw you, Rebecca. Yep. <laughs> Our next one's from Daniel and <laughs> I thought of Daniel a lot during a couple of things. <laughs> so did I. In fact, after one of them, I just tweeted out there, I shall call this episode Daniel's Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. He says, hey, I'm in Sue. I wasn't ready yet. I'm not ready yet. If I could, I'd give you both hugs and then hug all the listeners of this podcast right now. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Group hug right now. I need a group hug. <laughs> Boo. We're all, in, we're all in one big bed at the Mama Barrier. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, Harold. <laughs> Make room for Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> That is a good idea, the Mama Bear Retreat and Spa. It's just like the largest bed in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, we're all in it. <laughs> just one room. <laughs> I like it. I like it too. <laughs> okay, he says, sigh. Okay, I'll dry my eyes and try to write coherently. This episode was absolutely riveting. And the vast majority of it left me with nothing but good feelings. Oz and a big smile. <laughs> Till the end when hours pass in the night and we see that Norman is still awake, watching his beloved mother sleep peacefully. Then my heart sank. Okay, that was 
my scariest Bates Motel moment ever. <laughs> <laughs> when it like <laughs> went to commercial it. and came back and. <laughs> And it shows the lighting is different, so you know it's been like hours. Hours. And his face. <laughs> Holy crap! That scared me so <laughs> <Yes>. fast. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. It's it's totally like. What's that movie? What's the one where they the hidden cameras? Psych. Um, paranormal activity. Paranormal activity. Where she's standing over his bed for like hours. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. It gives me those creepy feels. Just the thought of someone like just being awake and watching you while you sleep is the worst. <laughs> Norman. Oh, okay. Uh, he says, let's start with the positive. I thought it was kind of funny how even though Norma was screaming at Norman just last night to essentially get over it and accept their new life, she told Alex straight up this morning how she and her son were two parts of the same person. Such mixed signals. But I do like, but I do think it's like she said, she was in a bubble with Romero. Okay, her bubble comment was totally opposite wrong. <laughs> 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 to me, she she's the one in the bubble, and he. Anyway, she was dead wrong. <laughs> she was. She was diminishing their marriage right there. You know. Yeah, it was her bubble that was burst, not his. Yeah. Like she threw the bubble thing back at him, but in reality, she was the one in the bubble, and when it burst, she flew off the handle. And well, I'll explain her transformation later and when it happened and why I cool. I'm convinced I know <laughs> sweet um, a couple weeks with him doesn't stand a chance to the years and years she has with Norman or how she once again assures Norman that Alex slept on the couch she's still catering to their twilight zone where they belong to each other so much more than a mother and son you could I you could hypothesize that maybe she just doesn't want to upset him because she knows how he can get but then, if she is really truly that frightened of him, why does she insist to Romero how completely ridiculous it is to think that Norman could hurt her? I don't see how it can be both ways. It's the Norma shush. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is. It's the shush. The almighty shush. Mm -hmm. Which was her undoing. Um, Norman expressing his frustrations with Norma lately to Dr. Edwards makes a lot of sense to me for understanding his perspective on what's been happening between her and Romero. How it just feels like the last in a string, sorry, the latest in a string of Norma's failed relationships that leave her used, hurt, or worse. Sure, you can say that Alex wasn't like that and that he was the one, but to Norman, he's hard to see someone he loves get hurt over and over while being with, being the one to be there for her to pick up the pieces. Yeah, Norman's rant at the doctor was interesting. Mm-hmm. And eye-opening. It really did make you understand. And he doesn't know what we know. You know, he didn't... Right. To him, it is just another one of those men using her and treating her badly. And then he's left to pick up the pieces. Right. Yep. Norman has his valid perspective the problem is he's mentally ill and his perspective is off plus he was right. raised by norma 
And right. he was he does he raises good points. He raised good points last episode, but yeah, like he's mentally ill. He's mentally ill, and his perspective is off, and that's how it is. And her perspective is off also. It's because they're both damaged, and they both need help. And frankly, this is going to sound terrible to Daniel. <laughs> they need to be apart and work through it without each other. But right. the romantic part of the story is that they don't and that this is the cause, you know, right? or the effect. And that's the story of Bates Motel and Psycho to me. Exactly. Not the being apart and getting better and healing and being able to think rationally and through what one might call, you know, clear, rational minds. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, they're Norma and Norman, and that's how it was always going to be. Okay. I especially enjoyed seeing Norma finally standing up to Romero for Norman, and the way it brought her rational, her relational problems with the sheriff into sharp focus. Two weeks of marriage, and one that started as a scam at that, does not give him the right to suddenly presume to try to force her to change her life, or give her ultimatums about her son who was there long before, and certainly not to go behind her back and plot to have him committed and taken away from her against her wishes. Even though he's right, and Norman obviously is dangerous, it still feels like the gross thing where the guy gets into his head that he knows what's best for her more than she does. You go, Norman, I completely forgive you for last episode. <laughs> I feel totally different from that one. <laughs> you <do. laughs> We are going to have to agree to disagree, Daniel. <laughs> I love that he thinks that. I love that. That's I know. Cool. I do, too. He sees it. That's great. I do. I love that perspective and that there are people out there that think like that, too. Because mm -hmm. I don't. <laughs> um, okay. Norman and Norma exchanging I love yous in the house while looking forward to putting up Christmas lights later. Equals the biggest awe ever. <laughs> I don't even remember that part. <laughs> I do. I remember thinking about Christmas lights, but anyway. It's when she's leaving to go talk to Alex. And he mentions he'll go get the Christmas lights and they'll put them up. Right. I don't know. Yep. I guess it just didn't really Yeah. do much for me. So when Norman finds Norma's robe hidden in Audrey Ducote's luggage and puts it on, do you think this is proof to him that his mother really did kill those people after all? Or is it a heartbreaking realization that it was him all along? I thought it was unclear. I thought it was unclear too, and I like to think it was him realizing that he is the one that did it all. But to me, to serve the story of Psycho better and the way I think Bates is going to want to go is that he thinks Norma did it. And she hid the suitcase up there. And he I, he obviously was having flashbacks of the crime, right? Yeah. And I think he was doing that thing again where he sees it as a third person and is like, oh, mother, I need this, you know. Mm -mm. I, I'm quite convinced he, he realized it was him. Really? Mm -hmm. Ooh, I'm totally the other way. Yeah, I'm pretty convinced that he kind of had the same moment as he did in the strip club. He saw himself in the mirror wearing that robe. 
See, that was my first thought. The, the more and I thought about it, uh-uh. I think he's spiral. I think he's going to spiral down into the Norman that he was now that she's dead. So, but I think at this moment, I think he thinks it, he knows it was him. Hmm. Yeah, not me, because I think that this is the setup to, because we've already had it where he watched it in third person and thought it was his mom. I know he had some therapy and did come to some relation, re, realizations in the strip club, but mm -hmm. I think this is the exact same thing that's going to happen forever now and how he watches his mother kill Marion Crane and he's convinced she did it. You know, mm -hmm. I think I th I've gone both ways and it was absolutely unclear. I hope it becomes clear later, but I'm on the side of he saw and thought it was Norma. Yeah, and I, I really think he I think the meds are working. I think mm, him being yep, him being conscious that he does this, I think he put that on and went, Oop, I I've worn this before. I remember this now. And and I think things will happen that he will become the Norman and think that it's his mom doing the killing. But Well, now that he's killed her and is going to and did not die also. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to F him the, up. Okay. That is going to be the thing that like, you're, you're, you know, yeah, does the spiral down into all of a sudden now he's alone and his mother's dead and he killed her and he killed her. And see, I love that. I love that about the psycho story that mm -hmm. he tried to die with her and was unsuccessful. I think yep. that's just, I don't want, in this podcast, <laughs> I don't want to romanticize real life murder suicides, but I might a little bit for this fictional story. Just a warning. <laughs> in real <Right>. life, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to romanticize it, but. No, it's awful. Yeah. But for my twisted for the purpose fictional of... mind and yeah. for fictional stories there was something very beautiful and sweet about it. Mhm. Mm Anyways. Okay. Um so he says I thought it wasn't clear. Right after though, he seems to become the dutiful son that we know from Psycho and bury the evidence to cover for her. I would also point to this as the moment when he comes to the decision to do what he later does that night. Absolutely, 100%. I agree. I agree, too. Yep. Really, it's the same thing he felt he needed to do in the episode Good Night, Mother. Go hand in hand into death so they can finally be together forever in peace, away from the screwed up world that's caused them so much pain. And just wow, because as much as I struggled to imagine how Norman could ever kill Norma in a way that made sense with the story given how much he loves her... And the paradox of his mother personality doing it. I never thought it could happen as a result of Norman peacefully trying to commit suicide with her while they lay arm in arm in bed. Yeah, it just, it brings up the thought that if Norma had ever articulated to Romero or Dylan that Norman talked about a murder-suicide day he was committed, if they would have been a little more worried Probably, sure. Yeah, because that was already something you he was... You don't just lightly bring that up. I mean, you no. That is... You've got something bad going on in your head if you even talk about it. You yeah, know? once it's articulated and out there... Yeah, you can't... 
scary, you know? Unsay it. <laughs> right. And it's not a kind of thing that you can, like, oh, I was just joking. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. No, I, I I agree that he he had that plan as soon as he put on the robe and had his moment. Yep. Yep, definitely. And then he quits. And, what? Well, and I think he wanted to do it, you know, again. Like I said, I think he knows that it's him that killed Audrey, and he doesn't want to go to jail. He knows that'll kill Norman. Norma, I mean, he has the attitude: if I can't have her, no one can. You know. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still pretty convinced my way, but there's good points for the other way too. There's good points on both. Exactly. That's what I like, how they left it unclear, and they did it well. <laughs> yeah, they did. Because we could both think that we're right, and one of us is wrong. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it's me, and I'm not going to say it's you. Because <laughs> it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, and we might as well just argue our points and then see. Yep. Um, then he quotes the show and says, you really want to do it? Yeah, I do. I really, really do. So this was about going to Hawaii. Yes. The context of their conversation may have been a fresh start in Oahu, but their eyes and tones were not talking about moving. They were staring into each other's eyes with their faces so close, and I don't understand why they didn't just fall into it and kiss each other's lips right there. Because <laughs> the jury's still out whether that's what Norma wants. <laughs> I, the first time watching, I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to kiss. They're going to kiss. I know. I was actually afraid they would. I really thought they might. And I was, that's when I started thinking of Daniel. I'm like, I bet he loves us so much. Um, it really seemed like they were going to, and I think it would have been the perfect final note. Come on, Carlton, Carrie, Freddie, and Vera. Why couldn't you have just given me that one more time? <laughs> but they really are so irresistibly cute together when they're happy. I don't know how anyone could not see that they belong together. Shout out to Nestor Carbonell for his well-done, intense emotional acting in that last scene, though. Thanks to Romero's little speech to the DA through Rebecca's wire, if Norman kills him next episode, which he probably needs to, right? He has a good chance of getting away with it. It's assumed that Romero fled town to escape the charges. Thank you so much, Yes Mother Podcast, Daniel. Huh? True. I don't think he's going to kill Romero, though. I know, but... Here's, Here is the big thing to me. This is one of the biggest issues I have. How can they not kill him? And how? where is his part going to be next season? And are we going to well, go a whole season without Carbonell? I'm going to be really sad. I don't know. I don't know. Because I, he I can't be, so. you know, Norman's not going to have a personality of, you know what, though? He did dream his dad. Maybe Romero's going to be his new, like, conscience. (laughs) Maybe. Feeding him weird stuff. I don't know. Maybe that's why they did the dad thing. I just don't want Nestor to go. I know. I know. I don't either. And I don't think he will. I mean, I think he'll get killed eventually, but I... I... Okay, so Norma's dead. Yes. Nestor's her husband, so he gets the house. 
So I think he moves in. With my I, I think he like is gonna move in and try and help Norman. He's not gonna just leave him. He's not gonna be real happy with Norman. No, he's, he's not, but want he want to kill Norman. He's gonna see it as his duty or something though. To to Norma or something. No, I don't know. I don't know. That in him after having he it's, he obviously killed her, Norman, to Romero at least. Oh yeah, I don't they're know what gonna they're gonna do out. for other people. But he's got to be in the story. Norman is not gonna he's not gonna be living in the house alone. I right? don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm left with like all these pieces and I just don't know. <laughs> we're like we're the Normans after Norma breaks up. <laughs> we're like picking it all up. <laughs> we're walking up the stairs going, Mother, I want mother. I want my mother. I want my mother. <laughs> I mean I guess there's Dylan. Dylan's definitely gonna be staying in town now, right? Who's going to take care of Norman? Pineview, hopefully. <laughs> that's who needs to take care of him. A padded room. And, See, that's the thing. <laughs> and a straitjacket. If there wasn't another season, <laughs> this this feels like it could have been the second to last episode of the ending of the series to me. Yes. So I can't believe there's another season. And what... I I mean, I have theories on what they're going to do next season, uh-huh. but I can't for the life of me fit Dylan and Romero in it. But we're not going to just have a season of Norman and Vera, although that yeah. kind of feels like what they're going to do. That's like, That's all I could feel like they could do. But I love what they could do with it. But I have no idea how they're going to yeah. bring the rest of the characters in. Because this is a very private matter, is Norman and Norma now. Right. That's That's got to be isolated. I mean, and it's only ten episodes. Right. So they could draw it out and have it be only a few days worth of... It's yeah. not going to be, though, but... I don't know. Maybe we're going to have a time jump at some point. A few years, even. Maybe. I don't know. They're brilliant if they can write themselves, and they can. I have every faith in these guys. If they can write through some convincing and amazing next season, then I'm excited to see it. But I'm glad it's not me, because I'd be like, blah, 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 blah. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm fired. <laughs> I'm going to fire myself. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's because it's not going to be a season of just Norman and hit Norman. No way. No way. No way. There's got to be other people. And Romero is a big part of the story. He'll be there. I know he will. Huh. I think he'll eventually get killed, but... I think we're going to have some fun Romero-Norman stuff. I don't, I don't see know. how he could keep himself from just throttling him. I don't either. He knows without a doubt 
that Norman did it. I mean, he's yeah. been expecting this. Right. Oh, heavens. <laughs> <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> it's great. Okay. Well, thanks, Daniel. Yes, thanks, Daniel. Um, okay, so our next one is from Harold, and I'm reading his updated feedback. And Harold says, as anyone who is in the Facebook group knows, I had to wait to watch this episode due to a DVR malfunction. And although I was not spoiled about anything that happened, I can't say that I was surprised either. It was just one of those episodes where, from the get-go, a major death, in this case Norma's, was clearly foreshadowed and presented as inevitable. It was kind of even implied by the title forever. I felt like Norma was going to keep making excuses and bad decisions until it killed her. And even though it felt like it was happening in slow motion, there was nothing that anyone could do to stop it. Okay, so no one is surprised that Norma's going to die and that she was foreshadowing her death with all the talk. But I was still super surprised it was this episode. Yeah, same. Super surprised. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, man, her... Her bad decisions and excuses just were so frustrating. Oh, they were so frustrating. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to reach there and grab her and shake her. <laughs> <laughs> it, You know, we've always felt a little of that, but this time, especially second time around watching, it was just like... <laughs> uh, you're shushing yourself to death. Oh yes, shushing yourself to death. <laughs> That's exactly what she did. <laughs> it is. It's totally what she did. And these reasonable people in her life are trying to point it out, and she just won't have anything of it. She oh, won't have any of it. Ah, oh, just and she was willing to like sacrifice her relationship with her other son and her husband. You know, it's just like, oh, it was so frustrating, sickening in a way. I know. I know. It was sad to watch it. She's sick. (laughs) She is. (laughs) She needs help. Yeah. It's too late now, but it's too late. And that's so tragic. Holy crap. The grip on her with this whole thing was awe. It it left me in awe. Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah, I mean, oh, just, oh, we'll talk about it. But her scene with Dylan was, it oh. almost brought me to tears. Oh, I, that tore me up. Oh, okay. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> uh, Harold says, and I suppose the note she left for Romero will make it look like she committed suicide. Will Romero blame Norman? He was concerned about violence, not a gas leak. Maybe suspicion will fall on Rebecca or Chick. See, that's the thing. I I think there is a possibility that Norman won't be completely blamed for this. Okay. Here's here are my thoughts. I think in Romero's mind, one hundred percent, he'll be blamed for this. I mean, sure. He. If he does a little digging, he'll see that Norman turned that furnace on 
undid caution tape, so he knew that someone put that caution tape there as a, this is dangerous, don't use it. And then all of the vents are closed until it's just Norma's room. Mm-hmm. So Romero is way too smart not to put that together. Right, but could it be possible that Norma did all that? That it was her idea that she was just so upset and frustrated and that she decided to do the murder-suicide? Holy crap. I guess I didn't think of it that way. Because she did leave that note for Romero. Harold's right. It's kind of like a suicide note almost. I'll always love you. I'm sorry. I didn't think of it that way, but I'm just Because there's no one saw it, you know? Yeah. I'm just too wrapped up in the fact that he was worried about it. He was worried. He was worried about Norman. He's dangerous. Yes, violent is a word he always used, but shoot. I don't want him to think it's a suicide. Maybe I he think, will. I think maybe he could, will be able to be with Norman. I think they could go that way. My mind's been blown. <laughs> <laughs> I just never opened that up as a possibility because I think he was just expecting it. And there it happened, and he's just going to blame himself for not being more proactive. I mean, he tried. He he tried, props. and he tried she so hard. made it clear, you know, you crossed the line, and you will never be able to cross back, you know? Mm. And he did come back. He just came back, like, just a little too late, you know? I just figured he'd know. No one else would believe him, and Norman kills him, so... Well, I think Romero's going to think it's Norman, but they're, I don't see how they could possibly prove it. Yeah. Because Norman could just say, I didn't do this, you know? Right. That's how I'm thinking. That's how I've been thinking, is that Romero's going to know, no one is going to believe him, everyone's going to be on the side that it was suicide, and he's going to be frustrated, and then he's just going to die, and then that's it. Yeah. And Norman's secret is safe forever. Yeah, I think Harold's right. I think that's how it's going to go. They're going to see. Opens up. They're going to see that note. Yeah, it does. They're going to see that note as a suicide note. Well, like I said, I figured that, but I just really always figured there was no doubt in my mind that Romero would always see it for what it was. Exactly as it was. Which I think he will. I guess I think he will. I just don't think he's going to be able to prove it. You know? Yeah. I think he'll be able to, like, prove it later on because there's still Bradley's body. That's got to come up somehow. There's still Audrey, you know? Yeah, now I'm just wondering if those bodies were just... <laughs> They're just gone. <laughs> Gone. Honestly, just part of the Norman Bates, the bodies disappear and are never found out, and Norman's secret's safe. I think those could have just been plot points, and their their bodies now are. Who knows? Hmm. That's that. I guess so. I guess that could be. It's it's a possibility. Um. Okay. Moving on. 
Uh, assuming that this was the end for Norma, I want to acknowledge what a great character she has been and what a great performance we have had from Vera Farmiga. Of course, we will see ahead Norma and maybe flashback Norma, but the show will have lost its core character. The show was really about Norma, not Norman. And Norma was more compelling than Norman, even at his craziest. And she had a great last episode, shushing Romero because Norman didn't kill him with the axe, and her getting torn up over her decisions, bent over crying in her bed. Yeah, I'm going to miss Norma. I really am. No, I. that's my biggest beef, is yeah. actually, I mean, head Norma's fun, and we'll get to see Vera again, but she's not sassy like yeah, Norma. Yeah, she's, she's not Norma. She's head Norma. Yeah, she's she's different and not yeah. as fun. She's not no. as fun. Boo. I'm sad. Sad too. I guess we'll always have four seasons of amazing, amazing Norma. That's true. True. Um, he says the one false moment of the episode was when Romero tried to go around Norma by trying to get Dylan to sign the com- the commitment papers. That is a big act of betrayal, and it is not the kind of four steps ahead kind of thinking that I expect from him. I was also surprised that Dylan didn't try to shade the truth a little to protect Romero. I was surprised about <clears throat> Dylan, too. Yeah. I think Romero might have jumped the gun a little bit, but he did say it might come to. It wasn't, let's do this right now. It was, right. I need to talk to make sure where you stand <clears throat> to let you know what could possibly happen if worst case scenario happens to me? And then Dylan goes and says it to Norma, which was a huge mistake. But yeah. Dylan didn't give Romero much of a chance. But to me, if you listen to his words in the cafe, he is a desperate man. He's desperately worried about Norma now, and he was right. And he's just trying to figure out what he's going to do. And he just needed to open up that possibility, if that's possibility, if that's something he can count on with Dylan, right? if it possibly comes to that. I don't think he was planning on doing it that day. I think he was just strategizing, which to me is very Romero. What happened is right. Dylan right. If I have to, would you be nuts. willing to sign? Right. Yeah. Dylan dropped the ball here to me. He did. Dylan dropped the ball... But he's an emotional son. You know, you see that conversation and he just, this is hard for him. And this is, he's emotionally needy for his mother and all of that. So it's hard to blame him. Well, plus Dylan's been so suspicious about Audrey and then there's the earring, you know. So he's got that going on, and Norma, like, making light of it, you know. So he's got a lot going on. And then when he poured, I mean, we can talk about that, but then he poured his heart out to her, and she calls his name again, and he comes back, and she's like, give me the earring. It's, that was horrible. That was awful. That was a horrible betrayal, and... That was saying, I only care about hiding something that Norman may have done for Norman to yep. protect Norman. You don't matter. That's exactly what she was saying. It was so sad. So sad. And then that's, and then she does it again out in the parking lot when 
he's about to leave. Oh my she's gosh, like, her face. She's like, don't you tell him anything, and can I have the earring back, please? You know, it's just like, wow, wow. <laughs> she really, if she surprised me at any time the most this episode, it was then. I was like, yeah. what are you doing? She's so desperate. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Crazy, yeah. Um. Okay, Harold says, so what triggered Norman? My theory is that he had some sort of recovered memory about killing Audrey as his mother, and he didn't want to go back to Pineview, didn't want to get separated from his mother, and didn't want to go on living knowing that he was a killer. So yep, Harold's that's exactly, on your side. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. And I hadn't read this yet. I <laughs> am <laughs> um, wondering if there are going to be other major surprises next episode and possibly a time jump for the final season. What do you think? I give this nine ripped band-aids out of ten, Harold. <laughs> ripped band like they ripped She's... the band-aid off? Killed her? Yeah, it's no-, <laughs> no, Norma says that to Romero. Oh, does she? <laughs> about the night before when he's, like, in the morning, like, the very beginning of the episode. Oh, that's right. It's She's... over. It's done. We shush, ripped the band-aid. shush, shush. She might have just said shush, 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 instead of words. <laughs> <laughs> Vera gets the script. She's like, why do all I say is shush? <laughs> Thanks, Harold. Well, I'd like to point out that metaphorically, the show ripped the band-aid and just killed her right off. I know. They, they sure did. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, a time jump for season five would be kind of interesting. Very interesting. You know? I would actually, I think, really enjoy I think I'd be. I think I'd be okay with it. Oh, man. Oh, there's, there is so much yet to happen. Yeah. Because Norman's going to go dig up the body and stuff uh-huh. her. Okay. Yeah, so people that aren't as familiar <clears throat> with the movie... It was common knowledge that Norman poisoned, right? That was common knowledge? No, wait, maybe that wasn't common knowledge. I don't knowledge think so. Around. Okay. How did they think they died? Because the death and stuff was documented and she was buried and all of that was, like, legit. Right. Oh, I guess she must have just, conf- you know, Norma persona must have just confessed. I need to watch that dang movie again. I know. Okay, so as I understand it, <laughs> she she and her boyfriend died, and everyone knew that they died. Right. And then she's buried, and Norman comes back at some point later, digs her up by himself without anyone knowing that this any of this happened, and he brought her back to the home, and he stuffed her. He taxidermied her. And then believe she was alive. Right. And we just spoiled Psycho for Elisa. <laughs> I found out a couple of weeks ago that she's never seen Psycho. <laughs> but she loves Beats Motel. I was like, what? Well, she has to know. <laughs> no. What? It's me and Mike, we were talking to her. We were like, you don't. You know, Mike's like, oh, you know the shower scene. Come on. And he's all, ee. And she's like, no. And we're like, what? <laughs> How can you watch Baseball Tale for four seasons? <laughs> she now. loves the show. She loves Vera. She, okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> she just loves it for different reasons. I tried to put my foot down. I was insisting that she watch it. I was like, I will buy it for you. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no. <laughs> so but Does she not like old movies? I think she's okay with old movies. I don't know what. I don't, she just, I don't know. Because <laughs> I just, I know somebody that will not watch a black and white movie. Well, that's just dumb. That's just dumb. <laughs> but, yeah. I always thought she had seen it, and that's why she liked it. Okay, well, I just spoiled it but for you, I'm but... Not, I'm not worried about her. It's 60 spoiled. years old, and you're four seasons into Base Motel. <laughs> I don't feel bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah I so think that's how the series of events goes in the movie. Is I that know. He had, that's what he had done. So I'm expecting that. I think that sounds right. It would be awesome. And I want all that. Although, like I've said, the fact that it's <laughs> the Norma we know now, because in the movie, she's just the shrew you've never met. Right. It's going to be gruesome and absolutely Horrifying. Horrifying. Because it's going to be the Norma we know and love so much. And it's going to yep. be Vera Farmiga. But, gosh dang it, I want to see it. I think they're going to do it, too, because they have a whole season of her being dead. Yeah. I think they got to. I guess if Hannibal can show that on NBC. Yeah, I've seen most of, I think, season one of Hannibal. There are some really gruesome. I can't believe that's on NBC or <laughs> but ABC also, or whatever. also, what we've also talked is that it's it's about a character we've fallen in love with and know so well, and that is a different. That, that's true. Kind of thing than just a stranger or something. That's true. It's it'll make waves if they do it. It'll make waves. <laughs> if you ask me, or it should. I don't necessarily mean bad waves, but waves. <laughs> In the It'll get community. some attention to the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, thanks, Harold. Yeah, thanks, Harold. And then we got, we got another message from Julia. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Well, maybe not forever, as in forever, 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 as in until the million shattered pieces of my broken heart." are somehow miraculously reassembled and every inch of my aching body is no longer quivering with sobs of my misery. Oh. <laughs> we all feel the same way. It's we just... penciled you in to the Mama Bear Retreat and Spa, Julia. We're <laughs> going to have Move Carlton over. and Carrie. <laughs> Move over, Carrie. Julia's joining. <laughs> <laughs> the gigantic bed. <laughs> Well, thanks, Julia. I hope. Yep. There's no comforting words. It just is sad. <laughs> <laughs> we're all at a loss, and we're just gonna try and deal with it. Yep. This will be our therapy. Yeah. Talk. Yep. Um, our next one is from Christiane, and she says, "Dear Em and Sue." I feel a little bad for not sending you feedback the past two weeks, but I always need some time to process episodes, and it's getting harder and harder each week. We understand. We totally understand. (laughs) 
I don't even know what to write after episode nine. So I'm going to save that for next week and send you my feedback for both episodes nine and ten. My friends on Twitter and I have come up with a number of reasons why Norma can't be dead yet. But I'm still heartbroken after this episode. I hope next week is going to fix this, and I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it. Until then, I'm going to stay in the mama bear room and cry myself to sleep. Best wishes, Christiane. <laughs> is this real bad for everyone? I know. <laughs> oh, and her title of the comment card is hashtag Norma is not dead, which is oh. an actual hashtag on Twitter. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Um... She says, P.S. It's a shame the person who wrote the bad review is not going to hear this, but I would like to say, screw off, shithead. <laughs> Claiming the After Buzz podcast is so much better is actually saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's what we said. <laughs> yep. I can't even listen to that one anymore because they make my eyes roll so hard it hurts. But each to their own, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was great that he said that because I was like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was really glad he ended it with the after buzz is a hundred times better. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> bye bye. That's all we need to know. <laughs> that basically that's all you needed to say. We get yep. it. We get it. <laughs> yep. We're fine with that. I just hope you listen to at least one entire episode. That's where I get mad. Yes. Because all they really mention is that they listen to the first ten minutes. Yep. That pisses me off that you write a review like that. That's my beef. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Christiane. And we have you penciled in at the spa also. Yep. There's room for us all. <laughs> do you want to read Matt's and, and Laura's? Sure. <laughs> I'm getting the weird ones. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Um, so Matt wrote in, no feedback this week as I'm getting awfully sleepy for some reason. Oh, no! Open the window! Well, I must say that we have checked all the furnaces, and they seem to be in working order, and Norman... I've been awful quiet lately, <laughs> but he's kind of kept to himself. Basically, we don't know what's going on in the inn. <laughs> if you're sleepy, I recommend throwing a chair through your window. <laughs> yes. Or we could have Raul do that. Roof. Roof. <laughs> Norman's putting up Christmas lights. <laughs> he's way into them. <laughs> He's still up in the attic getting those. <laughs> He's untangling the Christmas lights. <laughs> and Norma, well, you know what? We haven't seen her today. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Oh. Next episode's going to be so sad. I know. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be even worse. I know. So, we didn't hear from Iggy, but um, is she the one in the Sandman room? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Because, honestly, the Sandman room is ruined forever. It... And, Iggy, I'm going to kind of have to insist you move out and go to a different room at the end, because I can't. I can't have a Sandman room anymore. We can rename it. 
that we can do it the Beyond the Sea room. Oh, yeah. And have, like, that seashells. That nice. And, like, oh, Norma was happy listening to that song and sewing her curtains. Curtain sewing? Oh. And candy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Iggy's in the Mr. Sandman room. <laughs> <laughs> we are renaming it Beyond the Sea. Yeah, we, I'm sorry. I can't. We can't nope. have a Sandman room anymore. That's... That There's nothing good out of forever. that. <laughs> nope. The song was never great. No. <laughs> the song has always been kind of weird. <laughs> but the moment they had together earlier, season Sing- one, yes, or two, <clears throat> that was great. That was season two. Um, but yeah, we we can't. We cannot own an inn with the Sandman room anymore. I'm sorry. Nope. Let us know what you want to do, Iggy, about that. And we'll accommodate you, but we do need to put our feet down <laughs> about this. <laughs> I wouldn't mind locking it up and keeping it as a memorial and a respectful oh. okay. we can nod to Norma, but that's as far as I'll go. Okay. We'll do that. So... I can. I'll rename Juno's lair into the Beyond the Sea. Okay. And so Iggy, you can move into the Pistol River Pocket Gopher Room. Um, Blarty with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond the Sea, you throw me or the cider room. <laughs> the cider room. <laughs> Let us know which one you if want. If you really want a Juno's room, we can make accommodations to rename. Maybe the cider room or something. Okay. Let us know. Yeah. We'll do our best. But, yep. We're boarding up. <laughs> it's being boarded up. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good is ever going to happen in that room again. <laughs> nope. All right. Laura's comment card is entitled, Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> She says, okay, I'm not an idiot. I know the story of Psycho and the inevitable demise of Norma Bates. And when I first started watching the show, I was fully prepared for this to happen. Then the show started and I was really excited and eager to see how the show portrayed this. From very early on, when we found out the show would most likely run for five seasons, I was pretty confident that Norma would die late late on in season four or early season five. Although at that point, it seemed so far away. I know, I know how you feel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I didn't give it much thought. And yes, it makes sense. This is the perfect time to kill off Norma, right before the finale, with one more season to fully see Norman embrace head Norma and turn into the character we know from the movie. So why am I so shocked? <laughs> that is the big question. We are I all am, asking that. <laughs> I am so with you on all of that. Yep. I was knew it. Oh, yeah. We have always talked about it's going to be so horrible, you know. It was going to be horrible, and I've always talked big about wanting to see from her death on. I Mm -hmm. really have wanted to see that, but I was shocked, and I'm not ready. Nope. Wow. They did not prepare us for this, even though they did. (laughs) Even even though they did 60 years ago when they made the movie. (laughs) 
their fault that they did it. <laughs> I still feel unprepared. <laughs> Maybe because it didn't happen like I thought it would. I knew Carrie and Carlton said they weren't using the source material as the show's Bible and that they had a new twist on the story we all knew, but I thought this was their way of keeping us guessing, and I was pretty sure Norma and a lover were going to die at Norman's hands one way or another. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I I saw changes, but to me, the thought of him killing her and her boyfriend out of jealousy just seemed right. Yeah, I thought... not change that part. Yeah, I thought that was going to remain the same, which... I think there's still a really good chance he's going to kill Romero eventually. So they are going to die, just not together. Well, I can tell you the first hour after watching it the first time, what swirled through my head. That Norma wasn't dead and that she'd wake up and know that Norman tried to kill her. And now she cannot shush. Shush is done. Right. I thought that too. And she's going to be mad and she's going to be totally team Romero and then they're both going to die. Right. Right. Oh, I was thinking that too because, you know, when my first watch when he, you know, lifted Norma out of the bed and put her in Norman's room and then went back and got Norman, I was like, boom, there's his way back into her heart. He saved her son too. That's my last note. I wrote... If Norma knew that Alex went back and saved Norman, would things have, would that have changed her mind? Absolutely, it would have. Absolutely. Her little, you've crossed a line, and you, you know, you'll never be able to cross back, and I, I never be able to trust you again. That would all be gone if he, knew, if she knew that he went back and got Norman too, because he didn't have to. He could have left him in there. Oh, you know? absolutely. And actually, I was a little shocked that he went back to get him. I kind of was, too. And, you know, and that could be a tell that he knows it wasn't um, Norma doing that, is that she would never kill Norman. That it had to have been Norman doing it, because Norma would never kill him. Hmm. Yeah. I think if Norma was going to kill Norman, it would be in this way, in in like a murder-suicide. Like maybe she found out some stuff Mm -hmm. and said, well, okay, well, this is what I could live with, I guess. And by live with, I use that term loosely. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) But that's what she could, okay, I can handle this. We just die together calmly in our sleep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But yeah, so that's how I spent the first hour after, is deciding she wasn't dead, she was going to wake up, and then, yeah, the fact that he had saved Norman, and that Norman had tried to kill her, and Romero saved her. Team Romero, Norman's out, Norman's super jealous, and finds a way to still kill them, even though they're going to be super suspicious now. (laughs) 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 But I don't feel that way anymore. No, I don't either. I think that was just wishful thinking. And we are running this podcast as though she's dead. I'm sorry to everyone that thinks she's not. 
but there's a possibility for you. But all that's going to do, guys, <laughs> is prolong and have make us have another death scene. We've done this. We're all alive. We made through it. <laughs> do we need to do it again? Mm-mm. Would it might be worth it if we get some more sassy mama for a few more episodes? <laughs> I would totally go through another death scene for more sassy. I would too. Okay. Okay, she says, Q Romero, I was so sure they were going to die together, and although I love Alex Romero, I was fully ready, prepared, and oddly excited to see this fate for the both of them. Call me a twisted romantic. Ah, oh, Laura, we are of one mind. <laughs> I was going to say, you're Emily. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I think my feelings over Normero since I became a shipper have made me focus on that relationship sometimes, rather than the show as a whole. And that's why I think I'm feeling slightly blah over this week's episode. Yeah, I felt myself slip into that, because I ship them also, but I think the fact that I podcast about the show has made me have to keep some sort of a clear head on the story in general and keeping mm-hmm. the preserving the story even if it's going to make me sad about the ship I enjoy so much. I've had to keep grounded a little bit. And I hope I have. <laughs> oh, you have. Okay, good. Because sometimes my mind doesn't feel that way. <laughs> I just, <laughs> la, la, I just la. scream out with the other Normaro shippers <laughs> and screw everything else. But I... I try and keep that under wraps. And, yeah, I think I've, I've tried. Um, but I think it's o- I think it's only because I'm podcasting about it. I feel kind of a responsibility. Plus, I've been such a fan of the original movie my full, whole life. So that has helped, too. Okay. Because, aside from the Normero side of things, that was an amazing episode, and I love the way Norma died. It was shocking, tense, suspenseful, tragic, powerful, fitting, and I didn't see it coming at all. Well done, Shaw. Yep. Yep. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot. (laughs) Slow clap for you guys. (laughs) I know people have been saying Norma could be alive, but in hindsight, I'm not sure I want this to be true. After all, the timing is right, and I can't imagine a better way for her tragic story to end. Laura, let's be best friends. I'm going to move to England. (laughs) Especially if Trump wins. (laughs) And we'll just be best friends. (laughs) I totally could have written this email. Um, Okay. If she's dead, which is what I'm leaning towards, I have no idea what's going to happen to poor Sheriff Romero. Surely he won't take this line down, and I can't imagine Dylan staying away for long. Yeah, we've kind of felt that also. Yeah. Either way, I have no idea what the writers have planned, and this terrifies me. Is it Monday yet? (laughs) (laughs) Is it Monday in next season yet? I'm already, like, (laughs) waiting for next season. (laughs) I know. <laughs> We've only way. got one How more episode. How are we gonna do it? I don't know because we got like a ten month. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is cruel and unusual. <laughs> this is against the constitution. <laughs> <laughs> cruel and unusual punishment. 
that I know this won't have made sense, and it's clearly word vomit, but I really need to hear everyone's thoughts on it, because my brain is still muttered after Monday. Shh. <laughs> that was not word vomit. Those, those were my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Which could also be word vomit. <laughs> Well, it wasn't awkward word vomit. No, no. Not at all. Hey, we got... Looks like we got something from someone we don't know. Yeah, they just came in a second ago. Hmm. From a new... writer inner. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hello, Sean. Yeah. Um... So yeah, we just got an email from someone named Sean, first time writer in her. Who knows how long he's been listening? <laughs> we think. He doesn't have a room, so. No, no. This is. He's new. Alright, cool. Um. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. Alright, so. He titles his email, They Didn't, and he says, There is no way Norma is dead. I won't stand for it. I think it is great that everyone tries to tell Norma about Norman, and she won't. She just won't hear it. When Norman found the trunk upstairs, does he realize he had Norma killed her? Why else would he bury it? That's the question. Yeah. He buried it to save his hide or his mom's. <laughs> Jury's out. Yeah, he would hide it either way. He mm-hmm. would bury it either way, I think. So. Yeah. Um, why didn't the doctor say anything to Norman? He just let him rant? <laughs> well, I'm sure we didn't see the full session, but... Yeah, Dr. Edwards is a little disappointed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and your career is probably going to be a little uh, iffy. Well, unless they just think Norma did it. It it can't be good for a psychiatrist to have his patient leave the office and be dead. <laughs> like two days later. <laughs> <laughs> it was that day, wasn't it? Oh, the day of his... That's right. Session. I thought you meant checking out of Pineview altogether. Oh, no. Well, no. that that's not going to be good, too. There's. Uh-huh. But like we've stated, we believe that... Um, it's going to be looked at as Norma's fault. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> he says, did Rebecca actually think she could trap Romero? He's a sheriff that has been hiding stuff his whole career. He's not stupid enough to answer her questions. I'm just surprised he didn't implicate her. Um, she did think she could, and she, he may not be stupid enough to answer her questions, but she is stupid enough to think he would. I know. And just... (laughs) uh. She was in a bad situation. I mean, (laughs) honestly, she was trying to save her own hide, yes. And that's a big deal. Who knows what we're going to do when we're facing prison time, who we would throw under the bus. Anyone. Everyone. And with that hanging over her head, she had to nervously put a wire on and try and get it out of him. So, I don't know why I'm giving her a modicum of 
Yes, you are. Of a little bit of uh, a pass, but... Whatever. <laughs> Empathy sucks. <laughs> um, it would have been awesome, though, if Romero ended it. Like Sean says, he's surprised he didn't implicate her. Like, <laughs> where's that $3 million he took? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> that would implicate him a little bit, too. So Yeah, that's true. Because once they know about it, then she's got a case about what he did. That's true. He's too smart. Yep. Bye, man. <laughs> um, he says, a question that has bothered me the whole series. Why is the inbred son the most normal in the family? <laughs> we, we went through that. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> we have discussed that. <laughs> because in the past, probably present too, babies of siblings have had major birth defects and problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you need to do is watch Deliverance. <laughs> or run into a polygamous family here in Utah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I remember that going on as a child. I haven't yes. for a long time, but yeah. I've yeah, seen same. personally babies that are products of very close family relations. and yes. We talked about this. Uh, Dylan somehow hit some sort of lottery. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like... It must not be, you know, all deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Maybe Dylan. we'll find out later that Caleb was adopted or something. <laughs> or Norma. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, man. He's going to be in next episode, right? Oh, I forgot. I don't know. Is he? I bet he is. If if there's going to be, if Norman's dead, he's he'll come back he's from coming. Costa Rica. Uh... <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that? I can't process it. You I, <laughs> shh, shh. <laughs> okay. I will deal with that if I have to when it happens. <laughs> um. Sean says, I despise violence against women, but how has no one tried to shake some sense into Norma? <laughs> I just said, I wanted to reach through the TV and just shake her. <laughs> I know if that was my mom and brother, I don't know if I could control myself. As it is, I want to throw things at the TV. <laughs> I love the whole, you have never been a real mother to me scene, and then she has the nerve to still ask for the earring back. I was ready to cuss out the TV. The only reason I didn't is because my wife was sitting next to me. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I know all I did was ask questions and my feedback, but that is all I'm left with after this episode. (laughs) (laughs) We are, yeah. (laughs) He says, this was probably the best episode yet. I give it 10 partially dead Normas. (laughs) (laughs) Sean is a shusher. He says, thanks for the great podcast. Long-time creeper, first-time participant. (laughs) (laughs) He's a creeper. (laughs) That's right, John. We're creepers from, to like, 99% of the podcasts I listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Long-time creepers. (laughs) But we're glad you participated. Thank you. (laughs) 
Um, then he sent a quick one after that that says, need to mention that I love the music choices. Heard James and almost wet myself. Always thought it was an appropriate song for Mates Motel. Thanks again, Sean. As I said in our Facebook post, well, there was a time I played a song for a Buffy that Harold asked how long I had been saving that one. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was Creep from Radiohead. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is, you know, Radiohead's quintessential. And as I stated, I actually hadn't done that because, I don't know, I just didn't And. I also said most Radiohead fans aren't as enamored with Creep as everyone else. We got other stuff we like. (laughs) Right, right. Creep's the past. Anyway, so when I played James finally, I said to Harold, now this one's been in my pocket for seasons, and it has. (laughs) I have had that one in mind. I have a little list of songs that I've listened to sometimes, and I think, you know, that would really be good for Bates Motel someday, I bet. Mm-hmm. And then I have a little list on the inside of one of my notebooks that I just kind of save. And that's definitely been there. And it finally was perfectly appropriate. <laughs> oh, <I> man. <laughs> when I heard it, I was like, where did Emily come up with this one? It's just been a James song. I mean, I love that album. I've loved it for 20 years now. What album so, is it? It's called Laid. The song's called Laid. Uh, and I've actually no, was, played was... one other song from it, I think, in season two from that album. But anyway, it was my friend Jared's favorite song in college. Yeah, that was hilarious. But I knew, yeah. I, I'm i like, this is like Norman's song. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I love... <laughs> I love the, like... It's it's also so Norma the you're driving me crazy when are you coming home <laughs> <laughs> I just think about all the bad things you do and then you're like oh when are you coming back because <laughs> I can't live without you and you're crazy it is it's Space Motel's theme song for sure <sighs> okay thanks Sean um, and thanks everybody. For the feedback. Yes, thank you. Glad everyone seems to be doing okay. Yeah, we're going to get through it, guys. Yep. We've got more tough stuff ahead. This oh, is yeah. Not, this is not a fun, light comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Although sometimes it feels that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I always find stuff to giggle at, but... We're not done. No, I think this is the beginning of... The real darkness? The real darkness, exactly. We should have stopped watching when Matt told us to. Well, this is episode number... Shush episode number three. (laughs) It was a big one. (laughs) (laughs) Implement your Norma shushers, everybody. You're going to need... Full Norma shush <laughs> for this one. Yep. Okay. We, we thank Sean for sending in feedback, right? Did we welcome him? I feel like we did. Okay. 
Then moving on, should we start the feedback or the or recap? <laughs> yeah. about you doing the notes I thought I bet it was tough it was <laughs> it was really tough sorry I'm just pouring a drink
So. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Holy crap. <sighs> what happened? <laughs> I seriously, seriously, I couldn't be more surprised. I, me neither. I, if you would have had me right before I sat down to watch it, list all the main characters and put an order of whom I thought was going to die, because I thought someone was going to die. Same. Um, she would have been at the bottom of my list. Bottom, you know, besides Norman. Yeah. 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 She would have been. I thought. I thought her death was going to be seriously like the very last episode of the last season. Yeah. Or at least, I don't know. I've kind of talked. I've said a lot of things. <laughs> and one of them was I'd like to see the process after her death. Yeah. And I've also said that, you know, they wouldn't kill Vera Farmiga. And then I thought, well, they can easily so, kill her and she'll still be on. Yeah, she'll just be head Norma, which is what they got to do. Because yeah. I, she's dead, right? Here's the I mean, deal. <laughs> the, the next episode's not going to start with her coughing awake. <laughs> I'd honestly, at this point, not like that. I, I mean, wouldn't either. My first watch, I did. You know, I was like, wake up, wake up, wake up, Norma! And then when <laughs> I it know. ended, I was like, okay, next episode, this was just a fake out, she'll be fine. But you start thinking about I don't know. I guess we better talk about this later. I know. I know. But, you know, you just start thinking about everything that that would entail if they bring her back to life. That would be really weird. How would they do it? I mean, then they'd have to just do another bip and death scene, and that would be mean. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Plus, I mean, I'm not going to say it, but you told me that spoiler of what yes. a shooting location. It's like, ah, crap. Yeah. I didn't think of that until like the second time I watched it. I was like, because I was still like, she's not dead. It's a fake out. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, Emily told me that one thing. <laughs> 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 don't think I didn't think of that but that's not even why I think she's I don't think she's alive but that definitely I'm still just shocked a last nail in the coffin yeah if I may say so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just in shock we always say they uh, always surprise us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I was thinking about that, too, this morning. I was like, I think last episode we were like, Dylan's going to die. It's going to be Dylan. Someone's going to die. It's going to be Dylan. And then we were like, they always do these left turns. <laughs> Whatever they do, we'll never guess it. <laughs> this show is so hard to predict. And man, it never would have occurred to me that it was her. No. Just, no, that wouldn't have been on the table at all. Mm -mm. <sighs> well, we should... Let's get started. Get started. We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I've, like, done as much pre-stuff for Eleanor as I possibly can. I've got her lunch ready. 
<laughs> I've got her dressed even down to her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Just trying to eliminate as many interruptions as possible. It's also right. our anniversary. Oh, Bip, it is, huh? Yeah. Happy anniversary. Thanks. But, you know, Rob's super busy. When does he go to Samoa? At 6 in the morning <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. He hasn't he'll... even started packing. Ugh. We... <laughs> Rob has to sharpen a pencil. <laughs> Rob's home. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Matt just got scolded. Got that sharp? <laughs> I like you. He said that was just our noise for the no feedback. <laughs> <laughs> well, we deserve it, as he pointed out. Neither of us have sent feedback for season three of Who <laughs> Right. <laughs> So, yeah, we're in the doghouse. <clears throat> Maybe. <clears throat> Sorry. Maybe. <laughs> getting worse. <laughs> All right, how's that? Okay. Maybe because it didn't happen like I thought it would. Wait, my recorder came up just saying that the recording finished. Hmm. Do you want to call me back? Okay. I don't know why. It Yeah, it just popped up saying, okay, recording's done. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Mine looks like it's going, but... Do you trust it? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I'll call you back. Yeah, let's just do a new call so it does mine again.